Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at in WAF for abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy football with Will. Welcome to Abundance of Caution. I'm just going to say this is take number fucking three. God damn it. I will not cuss, not use profanity, but I am struggling. Actually, this is Will. I am. I am Will. I should probably calm down just a little bit. I tried to fucking record. I apologize. I tried to record. I actually, I did a full, it's week seven of NWAF. Uh, week seven. We're halfway through the season, everybody. I tried to record. I talked my entire lunch, 45 minutes. I did an entire episode yesterday only to get to the end and find out that I apparently, I either hit record and it stopped recording pretty early or I just forgot to hit record and it stopped. So I basically talked 45 minutes to myself. And then just about 15 minutes ago, I've been talking for about 10 minutes, but the time wasn't synced up with how much I had actually been talking. And so now I'm starting over for the third freaking time. It's week seven. I'm a week late. Basically two weeks have happened since I last even did a pod. This week seven stuff is going to be old news. It's like freaking reading a newspaper 10 days after everything has already happened with the stuff, with the things. I'm going to try to do my best. I'm going to run through week seven. We're doing week seven. We're going to do it. We're going to do it live. We're going to do it. Okay. My name is Will. I am. It's Abundance of Caution. I'm going to try my best to get through this week seven edition of Abundance of Caution. Can we do this, please? I was hoping to do some NYFEs. NYFEs. They're not the DGAFEs. They're the NYFEs. Mid-season report. Mid-season awards. They're the NYFEs. Do it. Um, so anyway, this is kind of a best of the worst. We're going to go through each round, basically, of the draft. Uh, we're going to give a best pick of the draft. We're going to give a worst pick of the draft. We're going to go through each round. We're also going to talk about free agency. We're also going to talk about how shitty uh, we draft from rounds 12 through 16, people. I don't know if you guys pay attention to this, but we are awful. Awful. It's on. We should just, We should maybe just start doing like 10 rounds of skill players and then two rounds of kickers and defenses. Like... It's horrendous. If if you don't believe me, go and check out the draft results. It lets you know how many active points these players are scoring, active being in a starting lineup on a roster. It's ugly out there, folks. It's ugly. So let's start it off. The worst pick of round one. Um, you guys know him. You love him. You would have picked him at number one as well. His name is Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. He's been horrendous. He did have an injury issue. But he hasn't done anything since week one. He's running back 33 through seven weeks. Jonathan Taylor running back 33 through seven weeks. Uh, somebody's going to have to buck the trend in the future. Right now, Nick Chubb is running back one. That shouldn't mean that Nick Chubb goes one overall next year. Someone's going to have to buck that trend. I know when I've had the one pick, I didn't buck that trend. I don't think someone's going to have to buck the trend because it just doesn't work out. It's hard for running backs to do it back-to-back years. Anyway, sorry for Nick Akins. His team is still fire. 
they're in the top six in scoring. Of course, their record sucks, but you know they're one and six after seven weeks. Uh, the best pick in the draft. He traded down, fellas. He traded down. Draft pick trades. I love them. I do them every single year. I'm all for it. This time it didn't work out for me. Although, if you look at the points, it's working out for me just fine. Mr. Nick Chubb, made by Brad Lynch, manager, owner, general manager, coach of the Allentown Akbars. Went back to number 12, picked up the number one running back overall. That's pretty good trading. That's pretty good trade action. Uh, another unfortunate victim of round one, Javante Williams. Look, he would have been a, a candidate for worst pick of the draft if, if he didn't get hurt. He is out for the season to a torn ACL. Uh, Broncos are horrendous. They're horrible. They suck. They're awful. Uh, Javante was not changing that. Uh, something to add uh, about the round one. If you want wide receiver, you're feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. You may be kind of short on depth with running backs, but you're feeling pretty good about your wide receivers. Wide receiver one, two, three, and five after seven weeks. Wide receivers one, two, three, and five were all selected in the first round. That's nice. Uh, so pretty awesome. So let's look at the week seven matchups. Start with their X video game of the week. That was between Lahala and Oates. They were one and two going into that week seven matchup. Uh, Lahala made a hell of a comeback. Unfortunately, the Oates kind of led him back into it. Uh, 97 to 87 victory. A great quarterback battle. Fucking Joe Burrow went off 39.24 points, 481. That could be, could be. I don't think anybody scored 40 this year. Uh, but I believe that's the top quarterback performance of the year. 481 yards, three passing touchdowns, 20 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. Unfortunately, that's what, 39 out of 87 if you carry the three. Got to round it up to 40 and 88. That's 20 and 44, 10 and 22, 5 and 11. That's a 511. So that's 40%, right? 40% of his uh, week seven production came from one guy. You don't like that. Uh, pretty decent day for his running backs as well. 24 points. And, and then Mike Williams, 14.6. After that, it got ugly real fast. Unfortunately for the Oats, four points from the kicker D. That's hard to do. That's hard to do. Hard to do. Mark Andrews had his worst game of the season. 87.84. Lahala steadied by fucking Josh Jacobs and Patrick Mahomes. They combined for 60 points. Pretty impressive. James Robinson getting a goose egg up there in the starting lineup. That would be our dud of the week. Um, if he didn't win, it's possible. Whew. Man, I mean, I'm doing this live, folks. I'm doing this live. I have to – the dud of the week has to be in this game, right? It has to be in this game. It's a one versus two matchup. The only other person – there's one other game I could do a dud of the week. There's one other team I can do a dud of the I'm not going to do it, though. I'm going to do it in this one. We're going to do it in this one, the dud of the week. So the question becomes, though, who gets the dead of the week? Uh, we're going to give it to... Whew, boy. We're going to... Man, I don't know. I don't know who to give it to. Was Mark Andrews injured at all in week seven, or he just not have a good game? We're giving it to Mark Andrews. 
I almost thought about giving it to the kicker and defense, but I, I can't do that. It's just gross. Who cares? Who gives shit? Well, I'm giving it to Mark Andrews. He's our dud of the week. Four rushing yards, no receptions, 0.4 points, killed Chief. But I will say that kicker and defense, four points. I mean, Mark Andrews had been balling. He had been balling. Uh, 5.2, 16.7, 20.9, 1.5, 14.9, 16.6. So he had two stinkers before that. But four, I mean, but he'd been scoring 14.9 and above four out of the six weeks going into that. No way to suggest, predict he was going to get six yard, what, six? Nope, four yards. Four yards rushing really cost Chief. Uh, but the difference of the game was the kicker and D of the Lahala got 15 points. McManus and Buccaneers scored four. That's a difference of 11 points. The difference of the game was nine. Shaw Jacobs and Matt Mahomes, 60 points combined. Uh, Jacobs have been amazing on a shitty Vegas team. Uh, Samuel Nayuk did enough, seven point nine and eight point two. I mean, really, it was the it was the Mahomes and Jacobs show. Uh, Mahomes, Rob with a zero, nobody else in double figures, but they did enough, ninety seven point three two points. Uh, moves Lahala to six and one. Holland Oates moved back to five and two. Uh, we'll take this to round number two. Uh, this is where it comes the worst pick of the draft. The worst pick of the draft. Not just a round two, but the worst pick of the draft. There are some honorable mentions there, but the worst pick of the draft goes to Cam Akers. Coming off an Achilles Terry, came back late last season. Running back 64 through seven weeks. He hasn't really played in, what, the last two weeks? He was hoping to get traded. That didn't happen. Who knows what's going to happen now? Does he go back to the Rams and all is well? Most likely not. They're not going to play him. He doesn't want to play with them. I mean, at this point, you just take the rest of the year off and perhaps rehab and see if there's anything you can do uh, to fix that Achilles issue you're having. So Cam Akers, sorry, loot, sorry, outlaws. It just is what it is. Worst pick of the draft. Uh, the best pick of round two, uh, my boy, Josh Allen. I know it's a quarterback. Uh, it's tough taking quarterbacks early, but I feel comfortable this year uh, that you took the stud quarterbacks early and often. Uh, He's averaging like 26 points per game. It's hard to lose, even though it does happen. It's hard to lose when you get 26 points per game from one spot, your quarterback spot. It's amazing. A lot of other people are struggling to get that. Uh, Josh Allen's been amazing. Uh, On top of that, he's getting like eight points, something like that, just from his running stats. Um, So he's doing absolute work. A little audible mention out there to the, uh, the Chiefs, the Oats, who have picked up Saquon in round two. He's running back three for the season. Also, we talked about the consistency of wide receivers 1, 2, 3, and 5 uh, being selected in round 1. Wide receivers 4 and 6 of the season so far were selected in round 2. So the top 6 wide receivers and points um, through 6 weeks, 7 weeks, um, were all selected in the first two rounds. Pretty impressive. So let's move on to our Akbars and Adams matchup. This one came down to the wire. A great matchup between two teams who are poised and just about locked in for the playoffs. Same thing with the Oats and the Hala. 101 to 98 Allentown Akbars. 101 to 98. Uh, hard to get 101 points when your quarterback and RB1, well, we'll call them RB2, combined for 10.92, but that's what happened. Nick Chubb and Scary and Terry combined for 30. Kelsey and Amari combined for 17. Fucking, alright. We're just going to get the two awards out very early here. Two awards out very early here. It's time for our Stud of the Week. 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 Stud of
He's the biggest in town, wearing the crown. He's the start of the week. Start of the week. Oh, week eight, man. Week eight. Abundance of caution. I am your host, Will. I am. I literally just stopped recording week seven, and I immediately started working on week eight. We're going to run through this pretty quickly. It's 5 p.m. I miss work today. I haven't been feeling well. Stomach ache. I got a sore throat. It's been tough on the uh, tough on the everything. But week eight, we got to get back on track, get back on going. Today was trade day. Uh, Ten trades a day. Pretty exciting. The most of all time. Uh, I don't think a lot of impact fantasy rosters, but... You know, no Kareem Hunt dealt, no Brandon Cooks dealt, uh, nothing major happening. Chase Edmonds goes to the Broncos. C-Mac was probably the, I would say C-Mac is obviously the biggest trade of this trade, whatever it's called, season, going to the 49ers there. I think that's fine. Week 8, here we go. Did I say I am Will? I am Will, I am Am. Week 8, boy, have we got some exciting news. Let's go through the standings first. Something I really want to call out, and again, I don't know how often this happens. I really don't. I know Chief has talked about his experience one year, and I don't recall how long ago that was, where he was like the highest scoring team but also giving up the most points. I don't know how long that lasted. If it was an entire season, I don't know what his record was. I don't think he made the playoffs. Chief would have to remind me of all that. Uh, and sometimes it comes up in memories. Right now, your four and four Club City Power players, the number one points, four, 79 points. 794.6. That's an average of 99.25 points per game. And the number one points against, 793.6. That's 99.15 points per game. 79, 79, I can't even say it. 794.6 to 793.6. That is freaking amazing. After eight weeks of the season, we are eight fourteenths through the season. That is four sevenths. I don't know that math. It's over 50%. 814th, but that's amazing. 79th, 79th, god damn it. Did anybody know that it's so hard to say the number 794? Because I had no idea. 794 to 793, Clutch City Power Play, 4 and 4. But I, I got to tell you, I'm really excited to be the number one scoring team in the league. Means a lot to me. Made some trades. I had to make some moves. We've done some things. It's a great feeling. I've, I've also, we're, we're eight weeks through the season. I've been the high score of the week three different times. Three different times. Let's go. Dog time dudes. The only other person with more than one, two times. Two times. The dudes are, are rolling right now. They've won three in a row. Um, Fort Smith's flash is starting to get out of the funk. They've won two in a row. Um, no other real streaks going on. The Akbars won two in a row. We got ourselves a great game of the week this week, although uh, the Akbars, unfortunate scheduling for them. They're on a bye this week with Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper. That's going to be tough to get out the victory. But our game of the week, X videos. Lahala Bahashbrani, six and two. Allentown Akbar is six and two, one versus two matchup. Looking forward to it. Should be great. That's coming in week nine. Let's go ahead and look at the scores of week eight. Run through them real quick. Uh, we also got a new high score of the season. New high score of the season. Proudly, Clutch City Power Players. Let's go. One thirty-two point five two, overtaking the one thirty effort uh, by the Springfield Adams of week one versus Clutch City Power Players. <clears throat> so we're happy. One thirty-two point five two. Kukamanga put up a, a valiant effort, 96.82. High scored in the ball game. I really liked it. Really enjoyed it. Uh, this was Josh Allen's worst game of the season, 17.62. I believe his first time under 20. He's gone 31.4, 29.6, 26.7, 23.5, 35.1, 26.3. Yeah. His worst game of the season by six points, 17.62. 
the Packers were uh, the number one passing defense coming into the game. So, you know, I'll take 17 points. That's fine. That's fine. And they really – they didn't do anything in the second half. I think Allen had two points in the second half of fantasy points. Uh, but Allen, 17.62. My boy, Deontay Foreman, no Chubba Hubbard. Uh, Foreman went off. 118 rushing yards, had three touchdowns, 31.8 points. Jamal Williams also went off, 19.6 points. Alave, my boy, had the down week, 5.2, only 52 receiving yards. Tyler Lockett, boy, he had 10.3 points, which is fine, right? 63 receiving yards, had a receiving touchdown at 33. Uh, he dropped uh, what would have been a 35-yard touchdown pass, dropped it. Hit his face mask first, then it bounced out of his hands. He also had another touchdown opportunity where he missed it by about three inches, which is like my wife. <laughs> she, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Small penis. Uh, and then he also had a fumble inside the five-yard line uh, for the Giants. So he had a rough game overall, but 10.3 points of fantasy will take it. George Kittle had a touchdown, 9.9 points. Dalvin Cook had a great game, 111 rushing yards, uh, rushing touchdown. He's still being overtaken there inside the five-yard line, which isn't great. But 20.1 points, and then my kicker and my defense got me 18 points. We'll take that. Both of those week of additions. Um, pretty awesome week, man. 132.52. Had Justin Fields over there, 26.04 points. Scored nearly 10 more points than Allen. Had Latavius Murray at 11.9. Yeah, Jalen Warren, look at him. 50 rushing yards and 25 receiving yards. Are we going to get some Jalen Warren action after their bye week? Oh, boy, give me that. Zeke was hurt this week. Cord Patterson still in the IR. I finally had to bench D. Johnson after seven weeks of an effective play. He's gone. Uh, Cookamonga Warhorses had a good week, man. 96.82. Mar Jackson, 21.82. Uh, Algire, 14.5. Had a touchdown in, what, 85 total yards. D. Pierce, 11.1. CeeDee Lamb, 13.8. Kyle Pitts at 14. Peoples Jones at 8.1. He got really hurt by his kicker and his defense. Uh, combining for only seven, but there wasn't much that's going to happen here. Uh, that's a 36-point victory. Uh, hit, he benched DK Metcalf, uh, which is understandable because our understanding was that DK Metcalf broke his leg the week before, and but he's superhuman, so he just went out and had no issues. Who was our X-Video Game of the Week? Um, was it – I think it was the Adams and the Dunk. No, it wasn't. No, it was the <clears> – who was it? Who did I give it to? Oh. I guess it was the Oats and the Dudes, right? I think so. Oh, I didn't give a game of the week. I didn't give a game of the week because I forgot to do a week seven. So anyway, we'll move on. This is a high scoring week, everybody. I really enjoyed this week, and hopefully you all did too. Uh, Sherwood Shade, 86.46. The Flatulence, 129.78. Obviously, seven, you did not enjoy week eight. That goes without saying. Um, Awesome effort by the Flatulence. He's starting to come on. Milkman and the Dudes. They're, they're winning programs, and it looks like they were not going to have a good season. They're starting to turn the corner. They are formidable opponents now, 129.78. Kirk Cousins, 23.4. Kamara, beast mode, three touchdowns for 33.8. D-Hop has been unreal in his two weeks, 21.9. Zach Ertz, 9.4. Aaron Jones had a great game, 143 rushing yards against the Bills defense, 15.7. Only 11 points from the kicker in the defense. Uh, Sherwood Shade, just no way to keep up. 25.4 from Dak, which is awesome. Uh, Miles Sanders, 13.8. Sucks to have to continue to put Najee Harris in there at 5.96. George Pickens, that's a zero. 
that's a zero. You gotta hate that. Twenty-one points from his number one kicker and number one D. Good lord. There's a lot of there's a lot of nominees for set of the week. A lot of nominees. I'm just rolling through it because we gotta get this finished though. Uh, Oats and the Dudes, 107.18. Dudes, 122.74. <coughs> oh, boy, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. It's going to be a real quick week eight, and I apologize about that. We'll get back on track next week. Uh, the Dudes, man, five and three now. I think they've won three in a row. Nine points from your quarterback. I'm always amazed when someone scores over 100 points. You need to get diddly squat from your quarterback. Well, that's because... Freaking D. Henry and A.J. Brown combined for 68 points. Holy shit. Devontae Adams had .3. Yeesh. Kicker defense only had 12. I mean, come on. But so you got Kenneth Walker at 11.2. Tyler Boyd had 9.8. Uh, A.J. Brown, three touchdowns all in the first half. 156 receiving yards. D. Henry, 219 rushing yards. Against the Texans, should have known that for FanDuel purposes. Stupid on my part. Two rushing touchdowns, 34.8 points. Uh, That's an unfortunate scheduling snafu for the Oats there. That's going against the dudes at 122. Joe Burrow had one of his worst weeks of the season. 13 without Jamar Chase, so that's unfortunate. Maybe his worst of the season. Yeah, he'd gone 32 and 39 the two previous weeks. 13 this week. That hurt. Uh, Pollard without Zeke. Of course he went off. The dude's a stud. I love me some Pollard, man. He's great. But the Bears' defense is horrible. Would have been interesting to see what Zeke would have done out there. Most likely, as you all know, he would have gone for 60 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Uh, 131 yards, three rushing touchdowns, including a 54-yard beauty, 32.7. Saquon and Cup uh, combined for 27. Mark Andrews got hurt, uh, 3.3, two duds in a row for him. Firemuth only 5.7, and Khalil Herbert got in the starting lineup, had a great game, 99 rushing yards, 15.9. I mean, you got, what is that, 45, 60-plus points for your three running backs? <laughs> oh, man, that's nice. I'm sorry, my voice is about to fail. Only nine points from the kicker in defense. 15-point win for the dudes. Oates move back to 5-3, and, and the dudes move up to 5-3. and three. Yeah, did every winner score 100? No, 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 no. So there we go. Uh, Adams and Deadwood, 104-93. Deadwood won this victory. They now move to 4-4. Four and four. Springfield move up to 5-3, and 104.08 to 93. Uh, this was a battle of former Club City quarterbacks, and it was quite a battle. 29.18 for Tua, 28.4 for Jalen. Good lordy. Good lordy. Good lordy. Quarterbacks didn't work. Uh, Mostert didn't do anything. Monty didn't do anything. Uh, D. Smith didn't do anything. Tegan's uh, salvaged his day with a touchdown catch, I believe, there at the end in, in garbage time, 10.9. Uh, Jalen Waddle went off, 22.6. That's a sick combo with Tua, 52 points between the two of them. A St. Brown, 69 yards. That's nice. Coo, uh, coo, coo. And the commanders combined for 20. Uh, not much better than the kicker in the D over on the Deadwood side for 15. Uh, Romeo, Romeo, where art thou, Romeo? Had a great little touchdown grab. Uh, really good. Strong of the donks. And maybe he didn't have any options. But strong of the donks, he did have options. His bench actually scored 57 points. Uh, a week after Dubs scored zero, he got put right back into the starting lineup, 12.2. Uh, Pittman now with a shitty quarterback, 5.3. Justin Jefferson, 
98 yards. Wondell Robinson. Willie Robinson. Whatever is, I think it's Wondell. Only had 15 receiving yards. Kay Hunt, 72 points, 7.2 points. And Ramondae Stevenson at 14.3. 104-93. A good high-scoring ball game. Woo, boy. It's hard to do back to back kind of I'm struggling right now but it's okay Akbar's over the shiners are the shiners okay can everybody check are the shiners okay we're putting on an APB had two people score zero including Hubbard who was it was well known ahead of time that he was not going to be playing well known so when check on the moonshiners I don't know if there's something going on uh 32.26 what a wasted effort by McCaffrey He's got three different lines because he did three different things. He's got 34 passing yards, a touchdown. He's got 94 rushing yards and a touchdown. He's got 55 receiving yards and a touchdown. What a fucking stud, man. I'm so happy we got a healthy C-Mac through eight weeks. Knock on fucking wood right there. Derek Carr, I don't know what the hell happened to the Raiders here. Lost 24 to nothing to the Saints. What in the world? 101 passing yards, just nothing. 2.04 points. Hubbard with zero. Mike Evans, 12.3. I mean, nobody else. Kalir Shakur, I think it was his name, zero points. 16 from the kicker, D. Uh, not not much of a challenge to put up to against the Akbars here. Hopefully, Moon Chanters are doing okay. Uh, Stafford had a decent game. Uh, he sucks, but he's, I mean, 17.48. That's four points above projection. You'll take it. Nick Chubb is amazing. 101 rushing yards, uh, two touchdowns, 24.4 points. Uh, D. Swift, uh, Dan Campbell's saying now that they may have rushed Swift back a little bit too much. He gave him too many carries. Well, he didn't do much. He got a touchdown, but only 27 receiving yards, six rushing yards. Sorry, 9.3 points. Mari Cooper had a great game. 41 points combined from Chubb and Cooper. You got to like that. Uh, Godert, 6.4. Scary Terry, 11.3. Carlson, 0 points. You always got to love it when you're a kicker. Scores 0 points. Uh, the defense scored eight, 99.18. Oh, excuse me. I pardon me. Sorry. Good grief. Uh, the Akbars moved to a first place tie with the Brownies at six and two. Moonshiners, I mean, if they're going to continue to start injured players, their season may be coming to a, a close here pretty quickly. Three and five. They got to turn it around quickly, very quickly. Uh, the Chubbs and Hala, one of the biggest upsets in NYF history. One of the biggest upsets in NYF history. I get it. Lahala had some buys, obviously, with no Patrick Mahomes. Uh, that's it. No Patrick Mahomes, so that's that's a big one. Obviously, you lose 87-83. Yeah, you don't have Mahomes. That's the reason why you lose. Massive upset. One and six over six and one. Has it ever happened before in NYF history? I don't know. I don't know. What? What, what an upset. The Chub Toads, 87.38. Lahala, 83.56. Last place over first place. Love to see it at times, as long as you're not the first place team. Led by several guys who, uh, who I mean, the kicker indeed did nothing. Uh, but DJ Moore, 21.5 points. Took off his helmet and celebration of that 62-yard touchdown. That's, that throw was sick by P.J. Walker. Just absolute. That was a sick throw. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, 19 points by Gino has been the surprise of the season. Lenny Fournette, 11.8. Garrett Wilson, 11.5. Singletary, (coughs) 8.3. I'm struggling. Uh, Lots of blame over here on Holland Hash Brownies. Uh, He started J-Rob two weeks in a row. He has a combined 1.7 points. That's not what you want. 
Not what you want. Uh, J-Rob probably going to have to go to the bench for a while. Who goes in for him? David James Connors getting back. King on Drake needs to go back in there. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Ayuk and Diggs combined for 30 points. Uh, Gabe Davis had a disappointing game at 3.5, 8 points below projection. That was really the difference of the game there. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs had his worst game of the season. Um, that was just the Raiders thing. And I mean, the Saints were a horrible defense. I have no idea. No idea what happened there. 5.4 points under, 10 points under his projection. Obviously, another difference there. Mahala moves back to 6-2. Chub Toads keep their season alive for one more week. That's all you can ask for. One game at a time, as old Bert used to say, 1-0, and baby. 1-0. and Move to 2-6. and You keep the season alive. You're not dead yet. Speaking of not dead yet, the cons. After a, a huge week seven from Vicksburg, they had 127 points. They defeated the Clutch City. Had a, a, a down week, 82.64, uh, mainly because they lost Jamar Chase and those 25 points he was enjoying. All zeros on the bench over there, uh, mainly because there's a lot of injury tags. A lot of injury tags over there. Uh, so not not like he's going to do anything else. D. Henderson, the Rams just suck three points. Uh, Marquise Goodwin was put in there, 3.3 points. Robert Woods, 0.6. Eno Benjamin, 4.5. Got 46 from uh, Etienne. Damn it. And Kyler Murray, 22.2. Etienne, E.T. I'm going to have to watch him. I watch him play, I don't know his name. Etienne, Travis Etienne. Etienne. 156 rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, six receiving yards. He's good. he's finally going to be a stud. We knew he was. He was awesome at Clemson. <clears throat> Jags have a lot of work to do, but I, they should feel good about the running back position now for a couple of years, which is why they probably traded J-Rob. Over on the Fort Smith shit side in the Kakens, he's 2-6, and six, but he's top six in scoring, I believe. Mariota had a great game, 22.4. Kevin Gordon got into the end zone to help that cause out. Uh, Tyree Kill, 188 receiving yards. No touchdowns, but 188 receiving yards. 19.5, best kicker in the lane game, lane game. Uh, Jason Myers, I think his name is Jason. I don't, it could be Jacoby. It's probably Jason. He's a kicker. 10 points. Uh, defense didn't do anything, three points. But 92 to 82 win for Fort Smith. Moving to two and six, just like the Chub Toads, keeping your season open for another week. Another week in our last game, cons versus, no, I, I, I just did that. I just did that. But that's all that's all the matchups. 18 minutes. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Ah, man. Uh, so let's look at our standings. Overall, we got Lahala and Allentown at six and two. Um Lahala has a what? 59-69. 24 point advantage over the Allentown Akbars, but obviously uh, you win this week, first place by themselves. Um, I'm going to pull for the Browning. I'm not going to pull for them, but I'm going to say that the Brownings win this week. I think their buys are done, and Akbar's, like I stated, will be without Mark Cooper and Nick Chubb. That's humongous. Uh, the Oats um, will be playing in the Fort Smith's Flatulence this week. Five and three for the Oats, four and four for the Flatulence. Uh, the Oats are in the number two scoring team in the league at 783.5. Um, they've had the least points scored on them at 659. So you got to like that. That's a good combo. Be a high-scoring team and a low-scoring against. That helps out with the causes. You know, 5-3, and three, you know. You would think with that scoring discrepancy, you'd be a little bit higher up, but they've lost two in a row now. Um, so here we go. They were 5-1, and one, and they're now 5-3. and three. That's how that works. 
Dogtown dudes are surging. Won three in a row, everybody. They're up to 760 in points. They're over Akbar's in points. Five and three. They figured something out. Mainly Kenny Walker, I would say, is the big thing. Springfield Adams, uh, five and three, 743 in points. Uh, and then you got a host of four and four teams. Really, the playoffs, playoff situation. Uh, since we're in week, we're uh, we're going to be in week nine. Let's go ahead and look. We got we got to look at the playoff uh, each week now. Uh, the one sees the Lahala Hash Brownies. Uh, the four and five game. This this uh, if the playoffs were now, which it's not, would be between the dudes and the Adams. That would be a great game. Dudes at seven sixty points. The Adams at seven forty three. Four or five matchup to play Lahala in round two. Uh, the two to seven game would be the Allentown Akbars versus the Flatulence. Um, that'd be a good matchups because the uh, Flatulence are coming along, and the Akbars are always consistent. And then you got your three six game, uh, Holland Oats versus Clip City. Uh, I I don't want that to happen. You know, it's the two top scoring teams in the league with a matchup in round one of the playoffs. Oy. I mean, that'd be great for the winner of that game, but that would be a high, intense, nerve-wracking week to lead up to the playoffs, knowing that you're going against one of the two top-scoring teams in the league. The Oats and Clutch City would be the three versus six matchups with the winner going on to take on the Akbars versus Flashlands team at that point. I want the four or five seed. I'm still gunning for the regular season crowd, obviously, but I am two games behind. Yeah, I'm going to remain at best two games behind after this week with Akbars versus the Brownies. I want that four or five matchup. That's what I want. I don't want to play the Oats. I don't want to play the Brownies. I'll deal with everybody else. I'll deal with everybody else. I wouldn't mind playing the Akbars. A little trade. A little trade action preseason, first round of the playoffs and postseason. Let's go. Um, over on the uh, the opposite side, uh, the Cheb Toads and the Cons, again, they have to win out. They have to win out. That includes our Week 14 best ballish type of game. They have to keep winning. Uh, the Moonshiners are getting to a point where they have to win out, and so are the Warhorses, and so are the Shade. Three and five, but you do have some wiggle room. You have two. Again, seven and seven to me is, is the magic record to get in. Seven and seven. Seven and seven. And I need some alcohol. Oh, man, excuse me. We'll get at the points at four. Chub Toads are at the bottom, 625. I mean, again, went out, but they got to figure out the points because they are the lowest points by 40 points. Uh, that's five points per game over the Knicks. Then four and four Deadwood Donks. They got the work cut out for them. But, you know, if there's one manager you can trust and believe in to figure it out, to get it turned around, I would say it's the Deadwood Donks. James Weir, he's a smart guy. He's going to get it figured out. Uh, four and four, 665 points. But this little group right here, uh, Deadwood Dunks, the Moonshiners, the War Horses, the Outlaws, and the Sherwood Shade. They're all four and four or three and five. They're all between, they're all within 12 points of each other. That's one, two, three, four, five teams. They're all within 12 points of each other, and they're all within one game of each other. They all got their work cut out, but there's based off scheduling, you just never know. One or two of these teams could potentially make the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, I feel pretty confident at this point. You know, again, to me, the the winner of Brownies and Akbars this week, the winner, of, it's a big game. It's a big game. I think the winner 
unofficially clinched the playoff spot, right? Seven wins, unofficially, we'll say. Seven wins through nine weeks. So, you know, that's a look at the standings. I would show you the playoff race, but you can't. Uh, I lead the points for by the 11.1 points. We got how many? One, two, three, four. We got five teams within 50 points, which is five points a game. Lead times five is 40, right? Yeah. Uh, so Holland Oats 11.1 points back. The Brownies 20.8 points back. The Dudes 33.9 points back. And the Akbar's 45.1. And then the Adams not too far behind at 51.3. Over on the points against, uh, let's do it the other way here. <clears throat> Clit City first or last, depending on how you look at it. Shade, the Moonshiners, the Flatulence, and the Cons are all getting walloped in points against. The Oats and the Adams and the Brownies and the Dudes and the Outlaws are the teams remaining who have not had a 700-point score against them. I don't know the math. 659 divided by 8. Let's look it up. 659 divided by 8. I just turn on. That's my clock. Jeez. Fact. Sorry. 659 divided by 8. <coughs> 82 points per game. For the oats, um, and then 694 divided by 8 is 86.75 points. All right, there you go. That's that's where we're looking. All right, everybody, that's the week eight breakdown. Quick and simple. Uh, I'm seeing my wife and the kiddos are just pulling into the driveway, uh, so it's time to move it uh, move it along. Uh, this has been abundance of caution. If you're looking to a trade, please reach out. My name is Will. Will I am. Thank you. Have a good rest of your week. Good luck.